All right, all right. Welcome to episode 18-001, Forged by Fire. My name is Ryan Stevens. I'm with the uh, man and my partner in crime, Rob Hefley. What's up, dude? Not much, man. Just sitting here living the dream. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. Tell me where you're at on the map. What's your grid coordinates right now? What are you doing? Oh, my grid coordinates, man. I'm trying to plan out kind of the rest of the year. We have... uh, couple of vacations orlando hawaii and i want to go kill a hog and kill an axis deer in hawaii trying to talk my wife i mean that. <laughs> you're gonna take your wife hog gutting no she's gonna be laying next to the pool and i want to go oh, out okay. to the island and i want to get primal and stab a hog dude i'm just saying it'd be pretty rad if you had jessica like you know like with the warrior paint uh, on uh, and with a hatchet or something my whole goal is i want to get uh hopefully robert bailey to build me a knife that's got the loophole so i can kill a hog and cut a ham off and carry it back to the resort so my ceo and my president can see me carrying the ham on my shoulder i'm telling you that's a way to do it i mean that's a way to live life well we want to go on a few trips and then i want to kill a hog Oh hey, yeah, that's the way to do it, man. Where are you gonna go at? Do you, do you have a place already, or what? Um, I talked to a couple of people. We have we, this will be our fourth year to go, to, fourth time to go to Hawaii, and probably either on Maui, the island there, but also I have another friend, uh, Ryan Mickler, just went to Kauai. Uh, the guy wrote the sovereignty book, and he just he went hog hunting and killed awesome sheep. And uh, I really want to kill that hog and axis deer because I want axis deer supposed to be awesome. And uh, just try. What's the difference between? I'm, I'm uneducated. What's? Do you know the difference? The axis deer. Uh, it, it looks way different than a whitetail. Does it really? Yeah, it's supposed to taste really good. That's what my good friend Heath Graham, you know, Tour Twelve Podcast and uh-huh. Strutting Bucks says. He's like, he's like, you need to definitely try that. So that's kind of one of my big goals this year, and also looking for uh, looking for something challenging physically, and thinking about doing the. Uh, uh, the Go Ruck in Little Rock, Arkansas, on July 11th. If I can talk you into it, and some of the Sheepdog guys. Do you know? Uh, do you know which one it is? Because you know they got the different levels, right? Well, I'm probably gonna try to do the easy one first, just to kind of ease my well. The Dude, light. Ch- yeah, check this out. So, it, it, for the listeners, if you guys have never done a um, Go Ruck. I have done the Go Ruck light and they call it the light. And I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. No, they destroyed my body. Like it was, it was very difficult. And um, so, but, so you're going to do the light one. It's not easy and it's, it is awesome. And it, it talk about building, uh, you know, teamwork and camaraderie. That's the way to do it. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited about it. I haven't been smoked since I was about 18 years old, which I'm 38 now. So, you know, basic training back at Fort Leonard Wood, you know. So, were your legs wobbling? You feel like you're going to throw up? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, that, you know, the rucksack too. I've been, I've been rucking a little bit, but not enough to really do this yet. And they said you need to buy their rucksack, which is like a little backpack. So, I'm kind of, you know, been looking into that. Try to get some guys, you know, to do that with us. Hopefully some sheepdog skill guys and some of the guys here from Russellville and maybe even some guys flying, in, you know, come do it with us. Dude, you know what's really cool about that? And we, we, you and I joke around. Remember, we've had conversations before about trauma bonds, you know what I mean? That's such a funny word, but it's true. You know, um, I'm not one of the guys that like to joke around with a guy. Like once you start to get to know me and my personality, I'm not one who banters to build brotherhood. You know what I mean? You you see men that do that. They'll they'll tear each other down and they'll make fun of each other all the time. I don't really do that. I build bonds 
by trauma, but like to fight each other, run together, you know, because then I believe we're putting in, we're both putting in this effort to accomplish a goal. And I feel like I bond that way. Oh yeah. His example of this is we were training a few weeks back and he's like, punch me in the face harder. And I was like, punch me in the face harder. Stop punching. He's like, harder. He's like, hit me harder. And he's like, if you can hit your friends really hard, you can hit the people you don't like really hard. So, and I was like, okay, here it is, buddy. Yeah. And you brought it, dude. Right. And so what I, what I think is really cool about that, it's the same with GORUCK is, and I think it's, that's how, that's why the military units are so, so, you know, um, tight knit is because they're putting this effort together. And I think when you take away people, and this kind of going on a tangent, right? We go back to where you're up on the map, but when you take away people's possessions, their car, their house, their clothes, they you take away all this facade on the front and you boil it down to where they really are as a person and you put them under adversity, you see who they are. And I think that's where I, that's where I bond. You know, I think that's where the military bonds. That's one of the reasons we call this forged by fire because um, the things that, I know me and Ryan have been through different things in life and it's time, you know, who the men we are today are because of those things. And I love seeing, you know, sometimes hitting those goals and sometimes come up short, but it shows me who I am and where I need to work at and the things I need to work on because there's so many things uh, out there and the, the forge by fire thing, you know, and also, you know, the, the go rock thing. I got a friend, uh, uh, Chris Gack is a uh, Gacko. We, he's one of the guys I talked to within the iron council and he's an instructor and he's definitely he's like, Hey, you need to do this. Hey, you know? freeze real quick. Iron council, throw the knowledge on me. Iron Council. Okay. There is this big group, Order of Man, I became a part of, Facebook group called Order of Man. And within that, there's a mastermind called Iron Council. And it's like the people want more accountability. And uh, actually, uh, there's probably about 400 guys in there, all walks of life, all over the world. And, wow. And uh, Chris Gack is actually a guy who does, it plans events, lives in New Jersey, but he's a go ruck instructor, you know, one of the field instructors that helps, you know, coordinate and different things and train uh, for the guys. And uh, definitely been one of those guys to help me kind of, I've watched him, watch some stuff he's done and watched his journey the last few months. And uh, those kind of guys always, you know, kind of light my, light my fire, you know, sit there, they kind of lift you up and make you want to do more because, hey, this guy's doing it, you know, it helps me. He's like, if I see somebody do something, I think, hey, I can probably do that too. Yeah. At least do at least do 50% of what they're doing. Yeah. that You know, it, it boils down to, you know, one of the key things, you know, even for the listeners, and that's what Rob and I are trying to uh, do is we're trying to bring, uh, you. <clears throat> bottom line is you got to surround yourself with good people. You know, there's Trip and I always joke around. There's thing people called emotional vampires, right? They bite you in the neck. They suck the life out of. If you, I don't know if you've ever had that, but have you ever been around somebody where you're kind of excited to see them, and then they start talking to you, and then 30 minutes in, you just feel wilted up, and you're looking at them like with your head sideways, and you just hope they just you know, fall over, you know what I mean? You walk away and you're just like, man, I cannot get that five minutes back in my life. That's why it's called boundaries. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's like, hey, hey I've got to go. Yeah. I've got to go. So those people, and then also, you know, Tripp and I talk about what's called uh, seagulls, you know? Those are the people that fly in, they crap all over everything, they make a lot of noise and you shoo them off. And so in life, I think what we need to do is surround ourselves with good people. And that's kind of what the Iron Council sounds like. And that's what we're trying to do with Forged by Fire, right? Oh, yeah. Rob? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a podcast here. Is I was explaining, it's like, why do we exist? Why, why are we doing this? Me and Ron have these conversations a lot of times I wish we'd recorded and shared with our friends, different things, because our conversations, we have two core values that really is like, hey, we want to add value to people. Boom. We want to level people up. 
in our conversations and point them towards stuff that we are doing and things like that are added value. And like some of the things, you know, sheepdog skills is a class Ryan teaches Monday, Wednesday, Friday in Conway, Arkansas. And it has everything from hand to hand combat to cardio to, you know, not fighting to, you know, just a little bit of everything. But then there's like stuff like I'm, I'm involved in iron councils, my mastermind where they have, all these things you're doing in life, you want to be more, do more, you know, physically, mentally, you know, you know, those things that some values we have and in doing those things. And like just things for the go ruck we talked about, you know, earlier, those things, how can we sit there and add value to each other's lives, but not just physically, but mentally, spiritually, you know, how can we lift each other up? You know, yeah. so the big thing is like, we want to challenge each other and push each other to be better dads, better husbands, better fathers, you know, better men, better friends, you know, and to be, not just mediocre, not just that passive guy that goes home, drinks a beer, goes to bed, lives that life for 40 years and retires. That's yeah, not the way. Yeah, like the cycle, we see a lot of guys like that. And 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 here's the thing. Are you ready? I am not perfect at by any means. I am, I am a broken man. And what's really cool about it is I recognize that and I... I remain super humble. So we're not trying to host a podcast to say, here's how you live your life, that we're doing everything right. Actually, in reality, <laughs> Rob and I, we do a lot of stuff wrong, right? Would, oh, you, yeah. agree, would you agree oh, with that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you a lot of what not to do. Because <laughs> I'm going to save you a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of marriage hardships. Like, just listen to my mistakes. And I'm pretty vulnerable. I'm pretty authentic about it. And my wife's probably going to cry when she hears some of the stories. But you know what? I want, I want you guys, you know, I really believe God never waste a story and I'm not going to waste any of mine. I'm gonna, we're going to share a lot of stuff on here that's probably a little scary, but also welcome think, to the dojo. Oh, exactly. Like, you know, I've made some stupid mistakes, but you know what's happened is like, I'm a better man now because my stuff is out there. I feel like there's no, my, my stuff is out of the darkness and the light. So there's no power over it. But also I get to help guys level up and say, Hey, I don't want to make the same mistake Rob did. I don't want to, you know, make the same stupid business decision or the same stupid, you know, with my wife or the same, you know, sit there and not do the rest with my kid. And I'm still learning too. That's one thing, man, we do not have it figured out for sure. But that's, what's really cool, Rob, is like when I met you, um, instantly you were authentic and I appreciate that about you, you know, sit down and having a conversation. I can tell you're just open hearted. I can tell you had a great heart and I can tell that you and I have lived the hard knock life. You know, I think sometimes people look at you and they say, oh man, Rob, man, that guy's got money. That guy's got it made. In reality, they don't know the whole story. You know, same thing with me. I had a guy recently tell me, he said, Ryan, it must have been nice growing up Silver Spoon. And I, in my head, like I could have fell out laughing. Like this dude has no clue about my story. And here's the thing. I'm a lot like you, Rob. I'm willing to share that story um, because I heard a guy tell me once you have to be tested to have a testimony. And so what's really cool about that, man, my life. I've lived the hard knock life and very few people know the whole story. And that's, what's cool is what we hope to do. And I'm, you know, you, I'm sure you agree with me is to share it with the guys. Yeah, you're right. Save them money, <laughs> save them heartache, you know, or allow them to share with us. Like some of the guys we'll have on the podcast is how they walked through the fire to become successful. And I found that meeting a lot of men when they walk through the fire on the other side, that's when they're forged. That's when they're strong. That's when they become successful. You know what I mean? Oh, no. oh you, yeah. You think like the things that you learned when you grew up, you think that's, that's what helped you do what you're doing now? Oh man, that's the mistakes, you know, and I was just talking to my brother earlier about extreme ownership. Um, you know, you guys know Jocko, man, his, his, his like almost like really just preaches extreme ownership within, you know, SEAL teams all the way out now to businesses. But 
in life, if I would have had that value, I think as a younger person, my life would have been a lot easier because there was a, a, a long time in my life, even, you know, I feel like there was, I would blame other people for my mistakes, but yes. my, my parents, you know, my boss, you know, what all those things are, you know, my position, because when I can look in the mirror every day and own where I'm at and own what I'm doing, man, my life is better because what happens is there becomes, you know, I can change that if I want to change it. I don't have to sit there and live the life if I don't want to live. If I want to live mediocre, okay, do that. But that's not the way. I want to live, you know, extreme ownership, own, own where I'm at, own what I'm doing, you know, sit there and change the things I don't like. Dude, that's really good. I, I'm the same way. I think uh, I tell everybody I want to crawl into the grave. You know what I mean? Like a car runs on gas. Like I want to pull my car up to the grave on E, no more gas left, meaning I've done everything I want to do, no regrets in life, crawl up into that thing and just, you know, the curtains close. Like, I don't want to live, you know, there's so many quotes and I'm sure we're going to share some, uh, you know, some from Jim Rome. If you're not, if if our listeners are not listening to Jim Rome, not the sportscaster, but R-O-H-N, Robert Ocean Hotel Nora or November, depending on if you're law enforcement military but you need to be listening to him he he says that there's so many men that die with dreams that they never accomplished you know so living that life and and maybe challenging each other you know what's cool about you rob is that since i've met you you're not an emotional vampire you are not a seagull you're the person who comes into my life and says ryan why aren't you why are you not doing this and I'm like, Rob, I don't like you for saying that, but you're 100% correct, and I do need to be working on that. Like, that's what's cool about this podcast is those weekly challenges or uh, monthly challenges when we link up is challenging each other for something new. Like, you gave me a book, and I didn't want to read the book, and I didn't even like how thick the book was, and it says boundaries on it. And you know what? I grew because of that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, man. That's, that's the part here. Like, you know, iron sharpens iron. It's, it's a verse, you know, some of you guys, especially Christians know that verse, but it's the truth is like the same thing, Ryan, you know, I'm trying to make him read, be cerebral, all these things is like, he, uh, he made me do a front flip into a, at a, we was at a jump trampoline park <laughs> with our kids. He's like, you're doing a front flip. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm Boom. 38 years old. And wait, at the time I weighed about 300 pounds. That was the big Hefley. Yeah. This is a new Hefley I'm looking at now. And I was like, you're doing a front flip. I was like, yeah, I'm going to break my back. You know, I'm but, like, good, get it. But Welcome I did, I did two front flips though. You did. Yeah. But that's the part there is like, you, you've got to have people challenging you to be more and to do more just because, you know, we're, we're prideful men now living a life that, hey, you might look kind of successful even though, I mean, that's just, I think it success is really just a metric some people measure life by you know it's not possessions you think you know i read something recently it said you want to live a life that feels good on the inside doesn't look good on the outside boom that's powerful i just i mean i'm, I'm very very simple and that's where i think the the older i'm getting is like the things i value are my friendships and the, my real friends the friends that I can be real around and be myself around and uh, just, you know, live those life, you know, and raise my kids to, you know, it's not to be successful, but raise my kids to be good people. Dang. And in a world right now, I think that's, that's a problem, right? I mean, you know, that's the thing too, is why, why are we doing Forged by Fire? Forged by Fire podcast is because I think men are isolated. Most of the men that I mentor, and that's part of the, what we're, Rob and I are trying to do is we want to, not that we are somebody of 
you know, some position to mentor, but just share things that have shared. I'm nothing more than a transitional person for what was poured into me so I can pour into others. Just like firearms, you know, like when we're out of the range, everybody tries to give me the credit for being good at firearms. But in reality, that was passed down to me by somebody else. And I, I, what kind of dude would I be if I, if I withheld that? So we want to mentor men based on what's been given to us or what books we've read based on our experiences. We want to inspire men. Um, and we want to build some sort of community where they're not isolated, sitting in a room, living that dangerous circle that everybody thinks is life, which is I get up, I get ready for work, I shave, unless you're like Rob, then you don't have to shave, right? So then you shave and then you go to work and you're, and you're bound by other people telling you what to do and who you are and how you should live life. Then you come home, you kiss your wife, you love on her, you love on your kids. She makes mac and cheese and then you go to bed and you repeat this over and over. And so what happens is we want to, we want to break that cycle and have men, we want to challenge men and we want to hear your stories and we want to challenge each other, man, dude, when I get with Rob and another guy named Trip Leach, Dude, I'm fire, man. I I I want to consume life. I want to live life to the fullest, but that flame starts to die down. And when I get around Rob Hefley, dude, he throws gas on the fire. You know what I mean? And I'm ready to go. I mean, and that's what we try to do by Forge by Fire. And you know those things right there. You guys saying, well, you know, my life has been mediocre. It's going to be mediocre. It's not, you know, it's just the podcast. You know, you guys are not. It's that your choice right now. Like I said, extreme ownership earlier, man. Just uh. There's tons of good podcasts to listen to. There's tons of good books to read, but action, actions where, you know, it's changed my life so much. I guess in the last year, in the last few months, I was like, take action, you know, signing up for that half marathon, that sprint triathlon, like go ruck, signing up, you know, to start my side hustle, you know, getting that URL, getting on GoDaddy, you know, sitting there doing those things that are scary, you know, those things that, man, I don't know that it makes you feel like a man, those different things, you know, it's not, we think these little things were told, you know, just the women we were with, all that stuff. That's, that's not what makes you a man. What makes you a man, what makes you feel alive is, I think, is sharing stuff, your knowledge, you know, and creating stuff. Because, you know, we're, we're I'm coming from a Christian, you know, worldview. I mean, I believe God made us in his image to be creators. And I was like, hey, let's create stuff. And that's one thing, you know, Ryan and his partner, Trip, they created S7 Tactical, have a range. It's just opened up. And, man, I was like, and they're sharing knowledge there, which is amazing to see so many people come and level up using uh firearms using you know archery and sit there those things man is what we want to do be, be conduits really be conduits and if you guys don't know what conduits is you know go look it up electrical uh, go, conduits are you ready google it that's <laughs> yeah. what i say at work a lot i'm always like google it a conduit is like you know the knowledge we have we want to pass it through you know the different things the resources we have just like we talked about earlier the iron council the sheepdog skills you know these different people we're going to talk about you know some different things, books we read, people we've heard speak. and Well, that's the thing too, Rob. Like I did not know about, good example, Jim Rohn. I did not know about him until a mentor of mine was like, dude, are you, lis- are you listening to this guy? And I said, no. He, I mean, he, he's older. He's since passed away. But his stuff is relevant 2018. And I was like, no, I'm not listening to him. And it revolutionized how I think. You know, one, he asked the guys, he said, uh, he said, uh, you know, are you writing your goals down? He goes, no, I'm not writing. He goes, I bet I can guess your banking account to the hundredth dollar. And the guy did. That's what Jim Rome was talking about. 
Oh yeah, I mean those things right there. Just, you know, writing goals down. That seems scary. And uh, some some of you guys haven't wrote goals down in your entire life. It's, it's a big deal. Like I, I have goals. I have you know I have accountability with those goals and have action plans with those goals. And I mean that's one thing. Me and my wife because uh, we uh, help her with. Uh, we have a business. Uh, it's a network marketing business. We have about twenty five thousand people, but is like we challenge people constantly to have goals and know their why and have an action plan because what happens is if you don't have those things you know goals are just wishes <laughs> and uh, if you don't have a reason why an action plan you know the why is like it keeps you going in your hard times and we'll talk about a lot of that in our stuff but you know the day was really kind of our opening podcast and a little you know me and ron kind of why we're doing this and it was like we wanted to share our conversations and our things to not just you know just our people locally because a lot of times we do that within we have some chat groups we have you know, we have some different things, you know, the guys we, you know, train with, the guys we hang out with. But, man, it's like, hey, there's a lot of stuff I think people need to know because we have, we definitely have, you know, a Christian worldview and a sheepdog mentality, some stuff that's different than some people. And, you know, some people that's conflicting. But you know, here's what happens is we have enough emotional intelligence. Not everybody's going to like us. Not everybody's yeah, going to agree with us. That, that's right. You know, it, it's, uh, you know, I love the analogy is that, you know, if you want to make everybody happy, go sell ice cream. You know know what I mean? I mean, even people still might be like, oh, you know, you don't have my favorite flavor. You know, my answer would be, well, welcome to the dojo. And then you make them wear ice cream as a hat. Baskin Robbins S31. Yeah, yeah. There's like nine million other podcasts to go listen to. You know, that's where, you know, those things, you don't have to agree with this. And that's where what I've learned, too, is if I listen to people that don't, I, I don't agree with, I learn from them. Oh, yeah, dude. 100%. And that's the failure. I'm, I'm sure we're going to talk about that on a podcast. You know, I know the next one we talked about, talk about the sheep dog mentality. A lot of people don't know that. So next episode, um, when we get together again, bro, when I get to see that pretty face, we'll talk about sheep dog mentalities. You know what I mean? And, that, you know, that right there scares a lot of people and some people don't have a clue what it is. But you know, we'll talk a little bit in those things right there. Those mentalities. What happens is me and Ron, I talked about this earlier today is like, here's what happens. We want, we're going to have people on here we don't agree with 100% about what they say oh, or even sure. 50%. But what happens is when we have conversations, instead of agreeing just to disagree, let's say, hey, why do you believe this? What's your mentality? Why do you have this theology or why do you have this doctrine you're believing? Why are you living life the way you do? Because when you ask those questions, a lot of times things come out because what happens is, you know, we're all raised a certain way. We all have these filters. You have know, these things we went through and it challenges us to see where we're at, what we're doing. And I, and I challenge myself, you know, and man, man I'm not the same man I was when I'm 18. I'm not the same man Dude, I was a year ago. You were, you're not the same man you were a year ago. I mean, I've known you. I mean, it seems like I've known you for years because of how authentic you are and and where you're where you where you are in your heart and and how you pour into folks. I feel like I've known you for a long time, but you're not the man you were a year ago. You've changed certain things. I've seen you made um, strides in how you accomplish things and how you reached out to others for help. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's definitely and that's one thing. Every day I have tons of pride and I have to kill it every day. I mean, I'm I'm definitely just a normal normal dude. That dude, that's the downfall of man right there is oh, pride. Yeah. Oh yeah, and we'll talk about pride too coming up and about some uh, some definitely some more in depth parts of hey, how about how you fail. You know, me it's cost me a chipped tooth. It's caused me a black eye. Pride. You know what I mean? A torn ACL in my knee that it wobbles. You know what I mean? Because of pride. And so yeah, you're right. Uh, we definitely need to have a podcast on that. That. We'll definitely talk some more about that. But again, like why we exist, man, we want to help guys be more, 
be challenged and you know including our in our just not just our locally but our regionally nationally whatever how our conversations and have people to ask you know how can we do you know be forged by fire how can we be challenged in those things and kind of be offering that up there to in our podcast and uh, uh ryan uh one thing is you know you know what's your biggest battle i guess right now Mm, biggest battle right now dude i love that question uh biggest battle for me right now the fire that i'm in would be irritability um i'm normally an optimistic super positive person i mean very rarely because i have a perspective and we should have a podcast on that as well as perspective but anyways um it's irritability dude i was driving home from little rock yesterday just pissed off for some reason. I mean, I've got everything going good. I mean, you know what's going on in life. I mean, I got amazing wife, beautiful wife, two beautiful kids. Um, we live in a great neighborhood, but on the inside, I'm just irritable, bro. Here's the, here's what do you, when you're irritable like that, what do you do? I mean, like, that's the big question too. What, what's your go-to? Um, I don't, uh, normally I go train if I have the opportunity, but you know, that's another thing. It might be the time issue because I'm so busy, which is good. And I, I never, I'm not complaining, but because I'm so busy, normally I would go hit the mat and do jujitsu, or I would call up a dude that I would trust. And I'd say, Hey man, let's go bang it out and get like four or five guys and do kind of like an old school, big building, the chainsaw MMA kind of training session. But I don't know, man. Um, that's something that I'm struggling with. And I'm definitely, that's a battle that I'm in and that I need to work on that. And because I like to pour into others and I can't pour into others when I'm irritable, because what I find is I want to isolate myself. Right. And that only makes the problem worse. Oh yeah. And I think that's where a lot of men right there, I think you probably dealt 95% 95% of the men in the world are irritable <laughs> and, and they and what happens the guy is dri- the guy driving the minivan yeah. like my <laughs> wife and I joke around they're like hey any man driving a minivan if you look over he's not smiling you know you get a guy in a big dually truck you look over he's smiling his head's nodding listening to music. you look in a minivan and he's just dead straight forward angry you know what I mean and I'm not judging hey you drive a minivan and you love it hey holler at your boy you know what I mean but I'm just thinking like you know there are some irritable people out there that are not living life you know i don't know man i don't know why i'm in that battle and here's another thing too a small topic i have a master's in professional counseling so my like legal term would be psychotherapist more psycho probably than therapist dang but uh i would tell you you know honestly what happens i know when i become irritable i have it's called a coping mechanism and I know all men, we have coping mechanisms sometimes, you know, it, it could be it, drunk. It could be good or bad, right? Yeah, coping it, mechanisms. Exactly. You can make them, you know, and mine, what's funny is like Coca-Cola, man. If you know I'm stressed out, I'm like, look like I'm shotgunning Cokes. And yeah. Stuff. You come over, there's just Coke cans all around your computer and you got like that weird old like twitch in your head. It's like, it's not like drinking beer. You know, it's funny. Like some people I got, you know, I know you got so, shots of Coca-Cola <laughs> yeah, on your desk. Yeah. That is, you know, that's me. Like when I'm stressed, I'm irritable. You can tell. And the caffeine makes it even worse and sugar, insulin, all that junk. But I, you know, I have friends that, you know, man, they'll, they'll go get blasted, you know, smoking marijuana and they're 40 years old. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? That's not a good coping because mechanism. because that's their coping mechanism yeah, and that's what they've learned and that's what they go to you know the ones that go it might be pornography it might be so many other things you know my you know like what what's the positive thing and that's what we'll talk about that too is like hey what can i do 
when I'm dealing with whatever, you know, because irritability is like, we call it really, it's a secondary response, you know, it's like anger is not your primary emotion. It's the secondary, you know, Why? and uh, you know how to deal with those. And, and as a psychotherapist or whatever, Psych- I, I'm good at identifying everybody else's but my own. I'm like, what's wrong with me? You know? So check this out. One thing that I did. So while in the fire, I'm driving down the road and I'm irritable and, um, I just find myself, you know, just kind of just super irritable. I find myself asking myself what I don't control will eventually control me. And that's kind of like the weed, the alcohol, um, even pornography, right? All these things, they can become a vice. And so the irritability, I start questioning it. Like, is this controlling me? Is this something? Because it doesn't happen very often. But then I ask myself, you know, if I don't control this, it'll control me. Anything that you do, life's about moderation. Anything in extreme, you don't, you do it too much, like working out. You know, you do it too much, then I'm on, on the couch. I get injured. I'm on the couch, right? If I don't do it at all, I'm in the back side of the spectrum. You know what I mean? Then I, I'm on the couch. So you got to have this moderation. So yeah, man, I, that's, the, that's the fire I'm in. What about you do? What's the battle you're dealing with? And I feel like the, I feel like the eternal one of this, uh, this quarter, this is in my marriage. And I know I'm going to be completely honest here. Go. My marriage has been so rough and it's because of my own stupidity, my own ignorance, my own, you know, like, Hey, you know I'm taking that, ownership. You know I'm taking ownership. It's all because of Rob Hefley's well, stupid you, decisions. Listen, dude, you know, that takes a sack to say, you know that, right? Oh yeah. But that's like, you know, like, you know, like and, bowling ball clinking together. Yeah, like I'm a psychotherapist and I still go to counseling for my marriage. And you're saying, Rob, what's the deal? You know, um, if you guys that know me, like financially, everything's great everything all those things is what what happened was last year for you guys I'm it's another fact I had gastric bypass which changes things dramatically in your life and which means I lost 100 pounds within last year and uh and then those things uh we uh that happened and I decided to do a house remodel so you did you did your surgery and you did a huge house remodel like big house remodel like yeah. big one like a whole bunch of stuff well like my son thinks we have two houses now because we added on that much Welcome in a pool house in a pool. yeah so it's like it's like one of those crazy things that you know ignorance you know and i didn't listen to my wife and pride you know those things and taking ownership and so i put all these stressors and that's where you know god says you know talks about that bible verse says you know he never puts more on you can bear you know okay mm. I, you know, i'm the one sitting there stacking and more on you know put some more on me i got can handle this i got it that pride that comes out i got it and there's that word you ready it's called i yeah right there's yeah. no team there's no support element it's i Oh yeah. And so like, you know, those things, uh, and cause I have this great wife, man. She's, uh, honestly loved me through tons of stuff. And, you know, cause I'm one of those dudes, I feel like I'm still broken. God's still working on me. I still kind of putting me back together. Dude, that's all of us. And, but seeing, I was like, Hey, I want to do the things, you know, to make my marriage work and to do those things, hard things. And that's, you know, that's where I'm at. I'm still working through those things and still, you know, loving her. And sometimes I get mad and have lots of pride and sit there, but it's like, Hey, my marriage is worth it. My kids are worth it. You know, this is worth it. This is not easy. I'm not going to take the easy way out and, and taking ownership. And some days I don't want to take out. Sometimes that, you know, uh, I want to sit there and say the done, but you know, but what happens is my wife's worth it. You know, she's worth far more for me to, to get things right and to get things to the right place. And, uh, so every day, man, that's, it's been my, that's my biggest battle right now. And, uh, and this, and there for me to be, 
the husband I want to be, I have to work on myself though, because dude, that's so good for the listeners to hear right there because a lot you of have times, to work on yourself. We want to just, you know, it's like, hey, I want to fix this. But what happens is like, you know, if you're not fixing yourself to be better, you can't be the leader you're supposed to be. You can't sit there and go, you know, you have to sit there and constantly work on your things, your own self. Because what happens is if I'm the man that I need to be, it's easy for me to lead my wife the right way. And I know some of you guys in there like my wife wouldn't follow me. But here's what happens. If you're not being the man, she's not going to follow you. Wow. If you're not keeping your word, she's not going to follow you. If you're not doing those things. And I'm still I'm still working on all these things, you know, because those things that I thought, you know, entitlements, probably my second biggest thing I deal with. I was like, <laughs> yeah, cigarette, Rob. I was like, I deserve this. You know, I deserve yeah, you that know? worldly view. Right. Oh, yeah. The D word uh-huh. deserve. I deserve that. Yeah. And I, and in the, honestly, I don't deserve anything. That's where the hard time is like sometimes Dang. those things. That's my biggest, biggest battle, man. And, uh, you know, you and I talked about that, that none of we, what we have is ours. We're all stewards of it. It's not even our money. You know, sometimes you say, you know, I gave $10,000 to charity. I gave that. In reality, you didn't give anything. It's not yours. You you passed it on. I reappropriated it to that. <laughs> that that's it. Dude, that's good to go, man. Um, so, uh, challenge for you. I think every week we should challenge each other, just like we do. I mean, we did it before the podcast. Let's do it on the podcast. And we encourage our listeners to challenge you know, each other. If you have somebody that you can fight in and that you know you can be vulnerable meaning uh and vulnerable is not a bad thing it's a, it's it's being authentic with somebody um challenge them and so my challenge to you rob i know you're in the fire um and we're both working on our fires i think all the time we're in either a valley or on the top of the mountain right so here's here's what i challenge you rob i challenge you this week to grow. Okay. And how to grow. I challenge you for somebody who has mentored you or someone who has invested in you to reach out and thank them. I challenge you to do that. So somebody you haven't done. So maybe it might been an old school, high school wrestling coach, or it might be the captain in the, in the army, right? Somebody who invested in you that you've never said, thank you. That's the challenge, bro. Challenge accepted. Boom. And next thing I got a challenge for my buddy Ryan. Uh-oh. Rob's challenges are all hard. I give an easy challenge. Rob always does these hard ones like, I want you to go wrestle a shark. And I'm like, Rob, come on, dude. No, this is going to be... Um, Ryan's got an amazing wife, too, that you know helps, helps run his household. And she, she keeps the ship tight. And, oh, dude, she's a boss. And my thing is, I want you to do one task for her to help her side hustle. No, I'm not talking about wear makeup. Or no, yeah, because I. But I'm saying I want you to help her some way to ask her, ask her, Tara, how can I help you work your business to be your side hustle to be more? And I see, you know, I'm sitting there. It's one of those things that you know I'm having a hard time too sometimes with my wife. But I want you to do it because it's a woman dominated side hustle. But I believe Ryan can add value somewhere. Dude, all right, man. Challenge accepted. Hey, Rob. Yeah, I'm going to do that, dude. I'm going to go home. Uh, right now, she's at a conference, and um, I'm going to link up with her, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to ask her, man. So challenge accepted. So here's the thing, too. If you guys want to get involved in our challenges, uh, hashtag Forge by Fire on Instagram, Facebook, either one. I'll be checking those out. And, you know, help your wife, significant other, go do, you know, work on their side hustle. 
or also the other the mind was go thank a mentor that's been you know involved in life. you know I'm, I'm big about gratefulness so i'm excited about doing that one but either one of those and i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna do rise too you know because i'm gonna do that challenge too just because i think it's not an easy challenge sometimes because i think my my life's more important than my wife sometimes i think she's called to be my wife but same place i'm called to be her husband and help her fulfill her full potential and uh man this is the this is you know our, our initial episode here boom dude forged by fire i'll let ryan call us out that's it all right forged by fire out <laughs>